Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thanks so much for joining me. It is another Saturday episode. This is something we started just last week, and it is going to continue for as long as you guys have questions. So last week, we added a third podcast to our weekly rotation. We have had two episodes a week for quite some time now airing on Mondays and Thursdays, but we added a Saturday show as part of my initiative aimed at helping you help yourself. I've mentioned this before, so I'll just quickly recap if you haven't heard it. For the last few years, I have been responding to hundreds of emails every single week, sometimes into the thousands, allowing people to create change in their life in that one-on-one kind of communication way. I've always said, like, I respond to every single email that comes into my inbox, and I love doing that. But there are limitations. One being, there's only so many hours in the day, right? And there's only one of me. But the other that I think is more significant here in terms of how I can help you help yourself is that when somebody asks me a question like, how do I stay motivated? And I send a response to one person that response could have the opportunity to help thousands, tens of thousands of you, but I limit the message when I respond in a one-to-one way. So as part of this shift to allow me to help more of you and help more of you more deeply and more of you more often, we've added this Saturday show to answer your questions. So if you have questions, just go to primalpotential.com forward slash inbox instead of directly emailing me. That way they can get queued up for this Saturday series of the podcast, primalpotential.com forward slash inbox. Or as always, you can go to the show notes page for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash 572. And I will link to the inbox there as well. The first question says, how can I quit getting off track? I don't stick to anything, and I just need to know how I can stop getting off track. All right, this is one that we all have felt at some point or another related to anything. It could be related to keeping our house clean. It could be related to keeping our car clean. It could be related to food or to exercise, but this notion that we're not sticking with it that we go in fits and spurts, how do we, really what this is getting at is how do we create consistency? There is a strategy that I talk about in episode 548. You probably have heard me say the number 548, 548 times, if not more, because 
That strategy in that episode is such an important part of creating consistency. When we identify the problem, we're not in the solution, right? So if the question is, how do I stop getting off track? How do I stick with it? Then what we have to do is train our brains to move out of the problem and into the solution. But not just into the solution in general, because if we were just moving into the solution in general, we might say, I need to be more consistent. That is the solution in general, which is entirely different from and dramatically less powerful than the specific solution. Said another way, today's version of the solution. What I want you to do if you are saying to yourself, I can't stick with it. I want you to use every single moment that that thought comes into your consciousness to say to yourself, okay, that is the problem in general. I need to move to today's version of the solution. So if you want to stick with XYZ, you've got to define what that XYZ is, right? This particular question doesn't specify what it is that they want to stick with. What does it look like to stick with it today? That's it. That is all you need. Instead of defining the problem and wondering or worrying about the solution, Turn your attention to what you're able and willing to do today. This really is not about being off track or on track. This isn't even about being consistent or inconsistent. This is about a pattern of focusing more on the problem than on the solution or, and or really, a pattern of focusing on the solution in general instead of acting on today's version of the solution. I want you to shift, practice shifting from giving your energy, your attention, your emotion to the problem and instead give it to today's version of the solution. I want you to work on being in action more than being in thought, getting out of your head, getting into action on loop, on repeat, over and over and over, constantly redirecting to get out of my head, get into action, get out of the problem, get into the solution, get out of the generalities and into the specifics of the day that I'm in. And listen to episode 548 and read the chapter in Chasing Cupcakes that's all about customer service being an inside job. I have the book in front of me right now just by chance because I'm in the closet and there's a bookshelf next to me. Yeah, there's built-in bookcases in this closet. Um, But there is an entire chapter in Chasing Cupcakes. Let's see, what is it called? Chapter 9. Read Chapter 9 of Chasing Cupcakes. Next question says, how do you get rid of the all or nothing attitude? All or nothing, black or white. All or nothing is a story. It's just a narrative that you submit to. It is a story you tell yourself. It is a set of excuses you sell yourself. But it is a function of your thoughts and the way you are convincing yourself. You are the master storyteller in your life. So if you are saying, screw it, I blew it, what's the point? Oh, well, since I ate a cookie, I'll do better tomorrow. I've totally blown the day. I might as well go off the rails. That is nothing but a story that you are telling yourself, okay? Change the story. 
challenge the thought. Too often we just go with that first thought. So we we have the cookie, we have the glass of wine, we blow the budget, whatever it is. And the first thought is, screw it, I blew it, I'll try better tomorrow. Develop through practice a pattern of not going with your first thought. Challenge that first thought because the first thought reflects your patterns, reflects your habit, reflects the well-worn path that you've walked a million times. When you have that thought, and don't just do this related to the glass of wine, the cookie, or the budget. Do this related to anything. Your spouse says X, Y, Z. Your kid forgets to tell you that they had homework. You're sitting in traffic. In every single one of those situations, challenge your first impulse. If your first impulse is to roll your eyes, wait, what's my second thought? What's my third choice? What are the other things I could consider here? If your first impulse is to snark back, to say something that's catty or aggressive or sarcastic, don't go with your first impulse. Training yourself to think differently is not something that you just do in the area where you want to think differently. I want to think differently about money. I want to think differently about food. Use, see, this is the beautiful thing where you might have three or four opportunities to think differently about temptation in a given day, because maybe that's how many times you face it in a given day. If you instead focus on, I'm training myself to think, act, behave, react differently, you are going to have hundreds of opportunities to respond differently on any given day. And that means infinitely more practice, which means dramatically faster progress. All or nothing is just a story, right? If you find yourself thinking, well, screw it, I blew it, challenge that thought. What else is true? If I saw this differently, what other options would I consider? What are three different responses to the fact that I just had four cookies when I told myself I wasn't going to have sugar today? If that is not helpful enough, if you're like, uh, okay, I need to do that work, but I still don't get it, then Chasing Cupcakes is a really great resource because a huge theme in the book is learning to think differently. And there are over 200 questions in the book at the end of most of the chapters and then a full resource of questions at the end of the book as well. Every question in the book is in the appendix at the end. Um, Those are a great way to guide you through the process of changing your thoughts. And the other option is the 12 Weeks to Transformation. We are not in that 12-week journey focusing on changing our choices. We are focusing on changing our thoughts so that the behavior change, the optimization of choices, the different responses to the decisions we make, is a byproduct. It becomes easier. It becomes more automatic. It becomes effortless. So if the strategies I outlined in a few minutes of my response aren't enough for you, aren't tangible enough for you, chasing cupcakes is one option. 12 Weeks to Transformation is another option. Our next 12 Weeks to Transformation, as you guys know, kicks off in just a couple more weeks. So make sure you're on the wait list. Go to the show notes for today's episode primalpotential.com forward slash 572, and the links will be over there. Next question says, I want to be happy with my body again. I'm five foot one inch, and I weigh 210 pounds. I'm pretending I'm okay, but I'm totally unhappy. Can you help? 
This has nothing to do with your height and nothing to do with your weight. This is about your thoughts. Now, if you want to weigh less and you are not happy with the way that you look, fortunately, you can change that, right? So going back to what we talked about a few minutes ago, move from the problem to the specific solution, today's version of the solution. If you want to weigh less, identify what you are able and willing to do today that would contribute to that result and do the thing. If you want to feel healthier, then ask yourself what you can do today that would move you towards a healthier version of yourself. And another great resource for this one is the episode that I did on identity journaling. I'm trying to pull that up uh, right now. I think that it might be 551. But in the episode on identity journaling, what we talk about, episode 559, 559 is that episode, and I will link to it in the show notes. But what we talk about in that episode is identifying what you want to feel, how you want to feel, and what you can do about it today. Or if you feel stuck on like, I don't know how I could be happier. Well, what are some of the things that make me unhappy that I'm willing to not do today, right? So episode 559 is a really, really powerful tool. And it's from, and I think it was in episode 559, if I'm remembering correctly, that I said, hey, I'm creating a physical identity journal for this exact reason reflected in this question. I want to be happy, but I'm unhappy. Okay, if you were as happy as you want to be, if you were the version of you you want to be, what would you do today? What choices would you make? What choices would you not make? And then of those things, which are you able and willing to do today? Right? Look at what you want to start doing. Look at what you want to stop doing. And then the other piece of it is your limiting beliefs, right? Listen to episode 571. What are the thoughts you have that contribute to this unhappiness with your body? Define them. The reason that so many people are struggling is because of their beliefs about themselves. So if you feel like you're not happy with your body, A, what are you going to do today to change that? And also, what are the thoughts that you are endorsing, that you are giving attention and emotion to, that fuel that unhappiness with your body? And what are you going to do about it? Episode 571 goes into a lot more detail about this. So listen to that one for sure. Next question says, if you have always failed to keep the weight off or failed to be really successful at work or whatever, it feels like there's no real point in putting in the work. So how do you get back on your feet and try again? Well, here's the important thing to start with. If you have always failed to lose weight, if you have always failed to be successful at work, it's not always, it's just up till now right? So in terms of how do you get back on your feet and try again, are you willing to give up? That's what it begins with. It's not always because always reflects from this point forward. And what you're talking about is from where you are backwards. Well, fortunately, you can choose to do things differently. That is the essence of my work, helping people do things differently. Because 
what I struggled with for most of my life is that I just did the same damn things in the same damn ways over and over and over again. Gear up, get motivated, psych myself up, over-restrict, over-restrict, over-restrict. This sucks. I hate it. I'm not living. Overindulge, overindulge, overindulge. Feel really awful about myself. Repeat. So you get to choose a different way. If you have been unsuccessful up until this point, that's not always. Don't project that onto the future. Always means forever. And there's nothing forever about it unless you decide to keep doing the same things the same way. Do you want it? Whatever it is that you haven't been able to achieve up until this point, do you want it? The reality is, from this point today into infinity forward, People are going to do all sorts of things they've never done. Seriously, records are going to be broken. Inventions are going to be made. People are going to lose weight. People are going to create wealth. People are going to find love. They hadn't before. From this point forward, people are going to do things that they've never done before. Are you? How do you get back on your feet to try again? Do you still want it? If you still want it, stop telling yourself this story of always because always ain't got nothing to do with it. The past is not always. It's just not. Always is this point forward and all the way backwards. And if you're predefining that you're still going to fail always, you've got mindset work to do. But if you still want it, then get up and do it. But don't take a same approach that hasn't worked for you before. This next question says, how do I become a better wife and mother and at the same time lose weight and focus on myself? Stop seeing them as opposing things, right? It's not like they're at odds. I really want to lose weight, but I need to be a good wife and mom. No, 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 no. These are not opposing pursuits. These are congruent pursuits, When you take amazing care of yourself, you are a better version of you, which is not an isolated thing. It means you are a better version of you as a mom. It means you are a better version of you as a wife. When you feel amazing, when you feel good about yourself, when you feel healthy and energetic and vibrant, that is the best way for you to show up in the most powerful way, operating at the highest level of your potential as a wife and a mom. And the opposite is true as well. When you are not taking great care of yourself, when you don't feel your best, when you're not making great choices, when you don't have your highest level of energy, when you don't have the best mood stability, when you don't feel really confident and inspired, you're not doing your best as anything. Not as a wife, not as a mom, not as a human being, not in your career, nada. They go together. And if you're convincing yourself that you have to rob time from motherhood or from being a wife to take care of yourself, that's just not true. That is certainly one way to do it. Yes, you could absolutely be like, yeah, no, sorry, I got to be out of here in the morning because I got to go to the gym and I got to be out of here at night because I got to go to yoga and I got to be out of here this weekend because I'm taking this meditation class and I gotta can't play with you kids because I've got to spend six hours doing meal prep. Yes, you could pursue your health in a way that takes extra time away, but that's not the only way. It's kind of like saying, 
oh, well, if I want to wear clothes, then I have to sew my own, you know, my own stuff. And if I don't sew my own clothes, then I go naked. Like those are the only two options. No, it's not true, right? In fact, I would dare say if you want to lose weight, it might be about what you need to stop doing, what not what you need to add, which certainly is not true across the board, but I've never met anybody for whom that's not true. Maybe it's just that you can stop eating off your kids' plates or you can stop eating out of boredom and really only go to food when you're hungry and you truly need fuel. So this is just a perspective. It is absolutely not true that you need to take time away from your spouse, from your kids to take care of yourself. You certainly can, just like you can sew your own clothes, but that's not the only option. And the other piece of it is you are better for everybody when you are better for yourself. Limiting beliefs is a real issue here. So listen to episode 571. The next question says, one of the things that ruins my motivation when I get going is work and other obligations. I'm sure you have an episode in the podcast or have sent an email, but how do I prioritize my health goals in the midst of work and grad school? If you've decided that work and other obligations ruin your motivation, that's a story and I'd suggest you not tell that story. For example, if I said to myself, getting busy at work ruins my motivation, I've just made a decision there. I've given myself an instruction. I am restricting myself and I am limiting my options with that story. I can also say when things are super slammed at work, oh my gosh, that is when I get the most laser focused on self-care because when I'm eating my very, very best, when I am prioritizing sleep, when I am doing all of the things that reflect impeccable self-care, my bandwidth for crazy at work goes way up. But if I'm not taking great care of myself, if I'm not eating well, if I'm not meditating, if I'm not doing those things, my bandwidth at work goes down and I'm more likely to be frazzled. I'm more likely to be distracted. So the reality is if you are trying to handle work and grad school, then this is a perspective thing. This is a belief thing. you got to listen to episode 571 because you can very much have a belief system that when I am the busiest, that is when I am the most focused on, the most excited about self-care because it pays off. I get more done. I'm more productive. I am able to manage the chaos without getting overwhelmed because emotionally I'm just much more stable when I'm taking great care of myself and fueling myself really brilliantly than when I'm not. Perspective-wise, belief-wise, you either see self-care as spending time or investing time. And sometimes that can sound a little like, yeah, 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 but let's really think about it. When we invest our money, it's not just it's a good way to spend. That's not what investing is. Investing means there is a return. We get more money back than we put in. That is the way it is with self-care. When I'm taking amazing care of myself, I work faster, I work better, right? When I am taking amazing care of myself, my coping skills go way up and my emotional volatility goes way down. So this is a belief thing. Listen to episode 571. 
All right. The last question we're going to tackle today says, I'm fairly new to following you and to Primal Potential on Facebook. I'm in the middle of reading Chasing Cupcakes, and it's really hitting a lot of things for me. I've been on a weight loss journey for about eight years, and I've lost over 100 pounds, finally hitting my goal weight just a few weeks ago. I lost most of my weight because I took up running. Although I love it, I'm in a rut, and I'm struggling with not wanting to do it but thinking I should, and have started to find a love for lifting weights. I'm also struggling in the maintenance phase, unsure of how much I can let go and how much I need to stay strict. I have some pretty bad body image issues and struggle with confidence. I would just like to find my happy place and be able to balance life and my weight loss journey. Any help you have would be great. All right, so there's lots and lots and lots of different parts of this. First and foremost, congratulations on your amazing physical transformation, but it will not satisfy you unless you do that internal work, all right? And I think Chasing Cupcakes is going to be a big help for you in that. But here's the scoop. If you are in a rut with running and you found that you've loved you've loved weightlifting, then do that. You created the story of I should run and you can just say like, if I feel like running, I'm going to run and I really am into lifting weights, so I'm going to do that right now. You are the rule maker in your life. So if you don't feel like running, then don't tell yourself this story of I should, right? What you should do is take amazing care of yourself. And that doesn't necessarily have to mean running. And here's the other piece of it too. The goal is the feeling. Not like we're not these militant taskmasters in our own lives. So if you're not into the running right now, then enjoy the heck out of weightlifting because you're into that. And then my, I would bet you that after a few weeks, if you take a few weeks off from running, you're probably going to get the itch to run. And it might feel a little tougher than it did when you were doing it consistently, but like who cares? What matters most when it comes to movement exercise is that you are enjoying it. So if you've been big into spin and lately you're just in a funk and you don't want to do it, then like try something else and have fun. One of the things you said is that you have some body image issues and you struggle with confidence and you want to find your happy place. Well, you're not going to find your happy your happy place in being like, but I should run, but I should run, but I should run. What do you get excited about doing? Do that. As for maintenance, what this question says is, unsure of how much I can let go and how much I need to stay strict. I want to challenge your perspective on both letting go and staying strict. What makes you feel amazing? right? The dieting mindset is going to be a real problem if it continues. So instead of letting go and instead of staying strict, what makes me feel my best? And I was a little nervous to adopt this perspective because I thought like, oh, well, if I'm not trying to be strict, then I'm going to like eat all the cookies, Except that doesn't make me feel good. So no, I'm not. If I'm truly connected to what makes me feel amazing, then I'm going to make choices that make me feel amazing. And I'm going to get really clear really quick about what doesn't make me feel amazing. And the other part is your body is going to give you brilliant feedback. So if you are unsure, the you just reached your goal. You figure out maintenance as you go through it. So just have a relaxed attention instead of trying to figure out 50 paces ahead right now and being frustrated that you don't have all the answers. And here's the other piece of it. 
your body is going to change. So what allows you to maintain this year might not be what allows you to maintain next year. It shouldn't be. We change. We age. Our body compositions change. Our stress levels change. Everything changes. Relax a little. And then in terms of the confidence piece, the body image piece, you got to listen to episode 571. You have to identify what are the beliefs that I hold that are contributing to this body image issue. And then you don't rehearse the things you don't want. Your feeling about your body is a reflection of your beliefs. And you get to change those. You get to edit them. You get to upgrade them. And if that is something you need help with, I think continuing and chasing cupcakes is a great resource. And the 12 Weeks to Transformation might be a great resource if you're willing to suspend this I am the dictator of my body militant dieting perspective because you won't like the 12 Weeks to Transformation if you're into like restriction, deprivation, uh, letting go versus being strict. That's just not how we operate in the 12 Weeks to Transformation because we want to find joy in the journey. We want to enjoy the process. We want to work with our bodies and never against them. And we want to make sure that we are feeling increasingly amazing day by day by day. I would love to share with you more about all the exciting changes we've made to the 12 Weeks to Transformation on Wednesday, March 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I am going to be hosting a live seminar going through every improvement we've made to this 12 Weeks to Transformation, how it is different from everything you've done before, what you can expect, your part and my part, as well as the investment that you will make in yourself as you go into this uh, and answer any questions that you have. So you can register for that at the show notes for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash 572. It will be recorded, but I'm only sharing the replay with the folks that want the replay. So register if you're interested. Get on the wait list. If you're not on the wait list or you're not registered, you're not going to see that replay. Um, But I would just love to help you help yourself. I would love to work with you in that capacity. I'm really... um, doubling down on the investment that I make in my clients because it's what I love most. It's what gets me excited. It is what I am meant to do with my time in this world without a doubt. And I would love to do that with you. I'd love to go on this journey with you. And registration is opening up in just a few days to the wait list first. So you can learn all about that on the show notes for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash 572. And do not forget, if you have questions, send them to primalpotential.com forward slash inbox. That is where you can submit any and all of your questions. Chat with you soon. Make today amazing. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio.